Welcome into the I-80 Club. I was going to say Saturday morning coffee. Good Lord, Jack. It's Wednesday night in the club. Hi. It's been a long long week, man. It's been a really long week. Hi, Josh Peterson, Jack Mitchell. If you're listening to this live, you're a patron. If you're listening to this before Saturday, you're a patron. If you're listening to this after Saturday, you should become a patron and watch us screw up things in real time and get all the fun scuttlebutt that we just talked about for like 10 minutes before we started recording. Hi, Jack. How are you? I'm good. I'm sorry I'm late for our live listeners. Um, had an unexpected pickup I needed to do. Sometimes that happens. Uh, but I'm glad to be here. I'm excited to talk a little bit tonight. Midweek here. Um, yeah, it's been it, it's been a lot. I'm not in a terrible mood. I'm, right, I'm curious what's going to happen on Saturday. It's a whole new world of a season ahead of us. Minnesota, Colorado are done. The lack of um, knowing what you're going to get in those are done. Don't have to stress out about that anymore, and I'm ready to go forward and see what this season has in hold. It's got to go up from here, right? Yes. Is there is there a part of you, and, and obviously tonight we're going to do a lot of Husker football and, I don't know, the current state of everything maybe. Um, I wonder, I wonder if, if there's a part of you that is trying to hold on to the notion of, like, hey, they played two Power 5 teams on the road to open up the season – one of the teams is ranked right now and way outperforming expectations. The other is playing in a really weird, interesting non-conference matchup, North Carolina this weekend, of course, yeah. that being Minnesota, that the former weird. being Colorado. Is that's there like, like a part of, the, of you that's like, it's like one of the best games yeah, of a horrible not, it's weekend. It's one of the more more interesting games of the weekend was all I was going to say, yeah. Is there a part of you that's like, hey, maybe things are about to turn around a little bit, you know, and it's not just like a hope, but it's like a belief. Yeah, there is. I mean, and, but that's me, and I'm. I feel like I'm eternally positive more than people are. But I feel like the offense has to make some baby steps during the course of this year, and whether that comes this weekend with a, a potential change in the quarterback situation, whether that happens down the road later in terms of sort of finer tuning, sort of playing to whatever strengths you've got in this offense. Yeah, there's a part of me that thinks this offense has been so terrible that it can't get a lot. I, I mean, I really do think that, Josh. Like, I don't think the offense can be yeah, worse. It's like what's worse than I what it's been so far? What what can be worse to not scoring and a turnover a quarter? Like, seriously. There's – Yeah. I, I, I mean, I guess – It's hard to imagine worse. And, like, famous last words, right? Yeah, but right. It, but it is just hard – it is truly hard to imagine turning on the game on Saturday and beyond. And like Corny says, losing to a Mac team, like, yes, losing to another team would be bad. I'm just saying, like, from a pure offensive perspective, it's hard to imagine it somehow being more of a disaster than it's been because. Saying, yeah, I'm just saying the offense. Specific, I'm just saying the offense specifically. Like, it's. Yes. It's yes. Hard I agree. to picture I agree. for the next X weeks, whatever, it takes out for another month, that the offense is. It might be the same, but. I, like one turnover a quarter, Josh. One turnover a quarter. Like you can't keep that up. I would hope. I would hope there's no way that you can keep that up. And two non-garbage time touchdowns. The entire yeah one one non-garbage touchdown, non-trick play touchdown this year in two games. Right. Yeah. There, yeah. There's no. I just. Call me an eternal optimist. Call me yes. someone who's yes. flying That's in true. the clouds. Like I don't. It's not that I'm saying the offense is great. I'm not saying that everything's turning around with the offense. But like I genuinely believe it's gone as almost as terribly that 
it, it could have possibly gone over the course of the first yes. two games. And the, yeah, the, for the, sure. And the opponents, I think, not that Colorado had a great defense, but I think the opponents are going to allow that op- opportunity a lot more the next two weeks. Um, I just think we'll feel, I don't think we'll feel completely night and day different, but I think two weeks from tonight when we do this again, we won't quite, uh, the the conversation about the offense is going to be a little bit different. That's all I'll say. Yeah. That's all I'll say. And so, yeah, yeah, that's to answer the question that you asked me. Yeah, I do have that. And I'm still on, you know, people can, people can correct me when I say, Nebraska had a great defensive game against Colorado, and that's fine. They maybe did not have a great. Josh is in here. He'll definitely correct you. Correct Don't say me. that I to Josh. I got his tweet. I got his tweet. Well, you wrote. Actually, you were the one who wrote the, the thing. But, but that's fine. You can correct me on that. Um, but uh, Josh, I don't know Josh Peterson. I don't know that anybody is going to disagree that this defense is. I don't know if leaps and bounds, but close to that, better than we thought they were going to be. For me, they are. They definitely are. Like, there's two things, and and John and I were talking about it on our show today. There are two things that they're not doing right now that I need to see them clean up. One, well, I guess one that they need to do, one that I want them to do. Third downs. It's not a... Third down is the need. They have to. They have to. They have to. Yep. They they have to get better on third downs. They're 122nd right now in the country um, in third down opponent third down conversion. Have to do it, especially because, and someone else said this to me off the air today, they're 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 winning first and second downs. It's not like it's not like they keep giving up third and two. They're giving up third and ten. You know, they're giving yep. up third and fifteen. Yep. That's that's the shit that they yep. have to clean up, right? Yep. So that they need to. The what I want them to get better at is takeaways. They also yeah. need to get oh, takeaways. Absolutely, they have to get absolutely. takeaways. I thought it, like Shafe had a how great have point. They not it's insane. Yeah, that I know. They haven't, dude. Shafe brought this up with us today. They sacked. They sacked Shadur Sanders seven times. He never fumbled. Like props, like huge, huge, huge props to him. Huge it, props to him. Was it their backup quarterback get that fumbled when they fumbled and we got the turnover? Uh, in must the have, yeah, must have been. Well, yeah, remember, I don't think I ever talked about this with anybody. Gary pointed this out before we started on the air on on Saturday. The guys on Colorado like didn't have their shoulder pads on at the end of the game. Like that's some like NFL blowout material oh, type I, stuff I from the opposition. Them. I yeah, I know you do that. Um, so yeah, those so are the much. those are the two things. Those are the two things. I want to go back to the offense just for a moment because uh, Josh Josh D posted that. God, there's so many Joshes in here. Um, no, seriously, he posted this. And, we can't do any more there, Joshes. There's in the too club. many. Yeah, no more. This is Dillo, and there's Dillo, there's Jabs, and then there's me. Uh, but he pointed out something that I know you've talked about a lot this week too. He writes zero non garbage, non trick play, non fifty six yard quarterback run okay. touchdowns this you year. You can throw that into this, yes, yeah. dude. This offense needs a long, sustainable, yes. normal dude, touchdown drive. They feels- need eight plays, seven yards per play. Pick up a third down conversion, score a touchdown on an eight yard touchdown pass or run. I don't give a shit. They need a normal drive. They need one normal drive. Amen. I feel like mentally, Josh, starting, here's the drive they've got to have. Starting somewhere within their own 40, okay, after a kickoff or a punt, all the way down and scoring the touchdown, multiple first downs gained along the way, scoring the touchdown within the red zone, okay? That's what, like, I feel like that would just do mental wonders for this offense at this point. Because you're yes. right. As Josh said, <laughs> one trick play, one complete garbage time deal, and and then one, what, 50-plus quarterback run that I called, by the way. But, yes, 
oh, that that's they've. I feel like honestly, just that mental block would be somewhat significant. And I don't think they're turning yeah. it into the some kind of great offense after that. But I, I also just think it's all of the critiques there are, all of the things critiques there are for Sims, everyone else. There's just they they can't be this bad. They cannot be this bad. Yeah, they've got to be, and they can be a little bit better, a little bit more serviceable to to compete in these next several games here. At this point, are you are you excited for Harburg? Uh, yeah, I actually am. I mean, like I am too. I've, I'm really, t- maybe I'm just talking myself into it, but I find I found myself. And if you missed it, if you're joining us, I think everyone who's in here is, has access to the inside info channel, but I mean, it, it's really starting to spread now. And, and I think it's kind of an open secret, but Harburg, the, the word is Harburg's going to be the starter on, uh, on Saturday. And so, so you know, that's kind of how we're all operating. Number right one, now. I have never, I have heard so many people say this, Josh, um, that like, well, they're not taking out Sims because the guys below him are just, it's such a step down. I don't, Josh, I don't know what a step down from two games with a turnover a quarter, three of which were, each of them were responsible for the quarterback and an inability to score touchdowns. What is a step down from that? There's no step down from that. Unless you or me are playing quarterback. Like, I, sure. I'm tired of hearing that. That There is no step down from where the quarterback position has been the last two days. Am I being am I crazy when I say that? Like, is there... I mean... <laughs> okay, he got the just, run. He got the run against Colorado. No, but, no, Jack. No, and I'm not, I'm not laughing at you. I just... Yeah. I'm laughing at the situation because I don't like... Biff just posted, and, and he added hashtag Carney Inside Info, and Biff's from that part of the state. He says, Harburg is going to be bad, guys. He cannot read a defense. What? And like, I know. And see, that's the thing. It's like, I, I, I'm I, with you, and I have been in the bang the drum on, you can't call for Sims to get benched because what's behind him is horrible. Like, I have been on that bandwagon yes. for two weeks now. So I've like I've been warning people, but there's also the part of me that's just like, look. I mean, can how how can it get worse? I guess it could get worse if he's also dropping all the snaps, you know? <laughs> like if it's he's, like okay. that type of here's shit happening. Wor- here's how here's the way it could be worse. He's turning it over 3 to 4 times a game. Also, he can't run for 50-yard touchdowns. That's the difference. That's yeah. it. He can't yeah. run for 50-yard touchdowns once a game. That's it. Yeah. Which he also might be able to uh, run for I, I I don't know. I just don't know. But th- I am so tired of hearing this thing. Well, like, well, that's just a that that's a huge step down. Have you watched the last two games? It, it's the yeah. depths of freaking hell. There's no below. Yeah. There's no basement in hell. We've hit the bottom of hell in quarterback play. Stop All acting. Right, that's like, the title of the pod. There's no. There's no basement in hell. There's stop acting like there's another level of bad quarterback play that we haven't uncovered yet. It's not. There, that doesn't exist unless it's 18 turnovers a game and the quarterback is like legally blind. That I, I'm not trying, and like that sounds terrible on Jeff Sims, but unless he completely changes that, why would that even enter your mind in this conversation, Josh? Like, why would that even enter your mind? Be like, well, it could be worse than what we got for the first two games. Well, I guess so, but does that even matter if it is at some point? It's crazy. Am I taking crazy pills on this? I don't think I don't look. I don't think so because again, and I don't want to keep. I, I just have been repeating myself all week long. 
but the mistakes have been so basic that I, I am just like, fine, do it. Like, try something else. I don't care anymore. You know, it would be one thing. It would get like if if Jeff Sims was playing like Josh Allen did on Monday Night Football, where it was like those types of turnovers, then then I'm very comfortable in saying turnover prone, right? Turnover prone, bad mistakes. What is he doing? Trying to be Superman. Jeff Sims's mistakes are not in the fun, weird, trying to do everything area. They he's look, man. I don't. This, maybe this is an overreaction after two games. He seems already like a broken quarterback. Yes. He just looks. He looks broken. And I I keep going back to the interception at the end of the first half versus Minnesota, but it seems like that is like this dividing line of confident quarterback making plays early on versus Minnesota, and then everything changed from that moment moving forward. Everything changed I, after I, that. I, ju- I can't believe there is a level that is worse. That's quarterbacking from people. I just can't believe there's a level worse. And even if there is, what does it even matter at this point? <laughs> right? Yeah. If you're at if you're at out of a, a scale of one to twenty, you're at minus ten. What does a minus eleven even matter at that point? Uh, yeah. and, and I don't think and I don't think Harburg will be. I really don't. Now I don't. Do I think he's going to be? Uh, you know, do I expect huge things out of him? No. But you know what I think, Josh. I think he's going to come into this game and he's going to be fired up and it's going to mean a crap load to him in this game to perform. I think he's going to have an opponent that isn't as good at this point. I think he's going to be prepared for the thing, right? And I think he's, I, I just don't think there's any way he can turn the ball over like Jeff Sims did. And gosh dang it, Josh, if Jeff Sims didn't turn the ball over against Minnesota, if he caught snaps against Colorado, they're at worst one and one right now. Yeah. If I mean, if the meltdown doesn't happen against Minnesota, at the very least, they have one win and they're five closer so, to a bowl game. So to some degree, I, you know, it's like it's hard for me to to then go down the road of what happened last week just because the defense kind of fell apart in the second half. But it is, I mean, it's just frustrating because it, it like th- there is like you want to talk about a team and like what they can do to be a better program. Right. And and like, I feel like this week has been so hard to kind of focus on the small things because one turnover per quarter on average is just such a ridiculous thing to say, you know, it doesn't, it eight turnovers, Jack. It's hell. Eight, and what, what are they? Are they hell. minus? They're minus seven, right? That's yes. the number. They're minus We're- seven. <laughs> We're like, in, we're you can't have bottom. a conversation about you anything. You've descended into hell. You're there, and you're like, well, I'm afraid it's going to get worse than this. What is wrong with you? Yeah. Like, what is what anything? And try anything to get you out of this. To get, I just yeah. can't understand that. And so, but, I mean, again, to answer your question, so, yes, I'm excited to see what Heinrich Harburg can do. And I don't, I don't know what my expectations are, Josh, but... I kind of expect he'll catch snaps. And if Jeff Sims caught snaps yeah. against Colorado, I don't know if they win that game, but it definitely doesn't feel like it did. Yeah. At the end. I mean, I mean look, I think I think you might have just hit on something, too. A lot of this is just about the vibes of everything right now. Everything's about the vibes of everything right now. So I just yeah I, I, I'm 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 excited because I, I, you know, uh, Dillo just asked you know what what happens when Sims is back when he's healthy and like look I I don't know uh, you know I want to see the data point of this week question. we can talk about that that's it question. is yes and like I I think like th- like John had a poll question day of like what are you hoping for from Saturday and like one option was the offense still looks like shit the other option was like and the and, and all these scenarios they won 
The other one option was that what they, basically they look horrible. Um, the other option was like, there's nothing to, to, to write home about, about Har- Harburg. He just does the basic stuff and they win the game. And then the last option was like, he balls out. And, and for me, it was like, why would any Husker fan not want him to ball out? And I guess the, the, you know, his point was because then you have a quarterback conversation and I, I'm or a quarterback, uh, uh, you know, battle or whatever. And it's like, who cares? Like, I, I don't, I just, uh, who cares about yeah. that? You know, if, if they have to have a quarterback controversy next week, you know, like, like I'm fine with that though. If that means that the offense played well for the first time and I don't care who it's against, like, and yeah, the controversy, I don't know why that I couldn't figure um, that out, but yeah, like, so I am, I am, I am all good with it. Of those three options, you, you would much rather have, he looks really good. And suddenly the coaches right, have to down. have a question. And like, and like, like Jack, I get that. If, if that happens, if they look good on Saturday, and we're all like, wow, they screwed up that we can definitely have the discussion at some point. I would say, let's save it for December or January about what did they do so wrong with Sims? How did everybody get this so wrong? Someone pointed it out earlier. Check Sims got a single digit, man. Like this, everyone, this is like a top down failure okay. with this guy he at this point in time. But it's like, let's worry about that after the season, in my opinion so many things to say. I don't even know where to start, but uh, everything you said was good and interesting and it just invites so many other discussions. I'm passionate tonight. I'm trying to organize my thoughts right now with all this thing. First of all, I just found out for the first time Josh, the pronunciation of Josh's D-Lo. last name is D'Lo and that is mainly what I was thinking about, but that's great to know. Okay, okay cool. So that's that's number one. I haven't uh, probably in this, uh, this may be my trademark optimism I've got a weird feeling that Harburg is going to look better than everybody thinks he's going to tomorrow uh, or Saturday. That's definitely me. your trademark optimism. I would agree. Maybe that's my trademark optimism, but I just, I I think he is going to, I don't know. I, I mean, listen, put yourself in that dude's shoes right now, right? He mm-hmm. gets, he gets this, all we heard about spring about how tall, uh, how tough he was, what an athlete he was, all of these sorts of things. Um, and he's going to get this shot, and he's going to have half of Carney in that stadium out there watching him and cheering him on. And he's going to have an offense that's frank- frankly due, and he's going to go against a defense that isn't his. That is, not, I, I don't think it's going to be a great defense at this point. And he might get some big runs from Amir, or he might get some big runs from, um, you know, maybe they'll bring eye test in there and, and do something. I don't know. Um, but I think they're gonna also gonna play a, a, and I think he'll be able to run a little bit too. He'll probably he's gonna have some runs, Josh. He's gonna have some runs that look good on Saturday, as well. Um, what do I want? Well, I want him to win the game. Number one, I want him yeah. to win the game. And like I also I also believe, but I at the same time I believe Sims is not Sims is. Listen. I don't. I don't need to say it because I said it all summer. Is I wanted Casey Thompson here, okay? And now people are like, "Well, you can't say that in the same way that you can't say you wanted Joe Burrow here. You can't ever say those things." Well, I said it then, and I still believe it. I I I wanted them. Jack wants Joe Burrow be the quarterback of the twenty twenty three. And I also said at the time. By the way, I get killed for this, but I said I wanted them to go after Joe Burrow at the time. I said that at the time too. But you're not supposed to talk about that, so I'm not going to talk about it. But. Um, I want, so I was not, I was never, I'm not a Sims, you know, some kind of acolyte for Sims, but I don't think it can get my, I, I don't think it can be much worse for him. I really can. I really don't think it can be much worse for Sims. 
Um, I don't think, yeah. let me say this, let me say that a different way. I do not think he is as bad as he's looked for the last two weeks. No, neither do I. That's why but, I said I think he's broken. Yeah. I think, I think this is going beyond just, I don't think he's a bad quarterback. I think that he is, I just think he's kind of melting down right now for yeah. whatever re- I don't know why, but I just think he is. But, uh, and, and I honestly, I think the fumbles, let me be even more specific. I think the fumbles are, fumbles are fluky. I think the fumbles are fluky. I don't think the interceptions are. Does that make sense? I'm yes, not, I would agree. Like, I am not worried. What are the snapping issues? I'm not worried about him not being able to catch snaps for the rest of the year. There were, there, it would not surprise me if he doesn't have that issue again this year. Uh, the interceptions yeah. do concern me. But I just think it's like uh, I think why it's all a problem because like I formation says dropping snaps is fluky. I would agree. I think I think all of the stuff is fluky. Guys running in motion and getting the ball snapping into him. it. Just there seems to be a lack of attention to detail with him that is really causing for everything to like shit at the fan very fast on Saturday in like such a weird, unique way that I've never really seen around here before. Um, it was an avalanche after it started, yeah. yep. but like, I'm, I'm with you. Like, I think that more often than not, like those are, those are not the types of plays that he is. Um, but, you know, but I mean, so just, I, I, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't know that I think he's great. I don't know that he think, I think that he's as good as Matt rule thought he did. And by the way, I wanted both of them. I wanted Sims and Thompson. I wanted rule to figure out a way. I see there are already people bashing Thompson in here. My my thing always, because they had Sims and Thompson for a while, I wanted them both to be here for this freaking exact situation, okay? For this situation, because I knew yeah, it I, was coming. Not, not to relitigate it, but, like, Jack, you can't, like, it's Casey Thompson's life. Like, you, you don't have him under contract. He wanted to leave. I'm not saying you could have kept him. I'm just saying that's what I wanted, and I think. It, and sure. I, don't, I don't know if they ever could have done it. To me, if I'm Matt Rule, that is priority one at that time, is keeping both of those guys there. And that's what I said at the time, and I still say now, that's the way the season should have started. Okay? But it didn't, and we're not here at that point. That's the dream. Yeah, that's the dream. Okay, so now back to where we are right now. Harburg, I think he'll probably play better than people expect tomorrow or on Saturday. Gosh, why do I keep saying tomorrow? On Saturday. I know. I'm the same way. Uh, I think he'll play better than people expect. On Saturday. And I honestly think when that happens, Josh, when you've got a hometown kid, you got a home or a home state kid, right? And he is, he played well in the single chance that he got against lesser defenses. Among the fan base, this is going to be a contentious thing for the rest of the season. Okay. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. I, it, and yeah. If I you don't, don't want a controversy, him playing shit like shit is like, oh, okay, well, yeah. maybe it's just the offense. But it, it'll allow for frustration in a different way, but not about the quarterback decision. I expect that the rest of the season there is going to be heads butting. It's going to be a fight in the fan base. I don't know what it's going to be behind the scenes. It seems like they're committed to Jeff Sims. Um, yeah. In the coaching staff. And. For whatever the thing reason. I wonder about, Jack, not to interrupt you, the thing I wonder about, though, is like how long does the injury last? How long does it keep him out? If he's out one game and Harburg well, performs well, like it will be easier for him to say, like, no, 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 we got to go back to our starter. If it's multiple games, and and again, like I know that who the opponents are, and look, I'm not taking anything for granted, and I'm not guaranteeing any Husker wins, but there, there, and, and Jabs just said I heard two weeks. I have also heard that there's a potential it could last two weeks. Um, so I heard, again, I'm not guaranteeing a win, not a, not a high ankle sprain, but it still may be two, two weeks. Is that? Yeah. 
That's what I'm hearing too. Uh, again, because unless you're Patrick Mahomes, a high ankle sprain can be like six weeks. But yeah. Yeah. People forget. Yeah. So like th- there's like a very real world where if it's two weeks, it's the it's the easiest two games on the schedule. Right. And they perform well. And again, like because the bar is so low, because the bar. um, What did you say earlier? There's no basement in hell. The bar is in hell yes. right now. Yeah. You know, like because of how low the bar is. If there is just normal, competent play on offense, and I'm not saying like 40 points. I'm saying if they scored like three touchdowns and a field goal or two, and they turn the ball over even like twice. Yeah, I think people have. Sign me up. Give me two turnovers. Two turnovers is what I want. Yeah. Yeah, I think if that happened, people would be like, that's who I want. If they if they did that two weeks in a row and they went 2-0 and in these next two games into Michigan, I think people would be like, sign me up. I'd rather have that than, than whatever we had before. And so, like, the longer it lasts, the, one, the longer I wonder how difficult that decision Dude. makes. Or does, look, like, all of us can cry all we want and say you got to keep him in. I mean, it's Matt Rule. It's, it's, it's his program. It's his team. He can do whatever he wants. That's a, if, if that's true, if he's out two weeks, that's going to present the – because there's absolutely a oh. chance Harburg comes out and wins those two games. So you got Harburg, who's two and zero. You got Sims, who's zero and two, and you got Michigan coming in. Yes, right? exactly. Can you imagine? And then, like everything can just hit the fan. Can again. you can you imagine <laughs> you know? that at that point? And it's like, what do you do? Like, what do you? Yeah. And I don't even know what I would want to do at that point. I guess I would want to see what Harburg yeah. looks like. Yes. I, mean, I wouldn't rule out that I want. I wouldn't want Harburg to keep going. I mean, I can't. I wouldn't rule that out at this. Well, the point. scariest scenario is Harburg plays well enough. They win the next two games. Everyone is like, "Hey, you know what? Keep him as the starter. He wins games." And like that will be the discussion. It won't be about metrics. It'll be about winning games. And then, and then Sims comes out and he turns the ball over on the first drive, and the stadium melts down. I still you know, haven't. That would seen be the worst thing to happen. Yeah. I, oh my gosh. Yeah, you think it would Scott Frost horrible. got booed against Central Florida oh, and then God. whined about it for you? Jeff Sims is going to be whining that about that to his grandkids if he's got any Scott yeah. Frost in That's him. the best part, honestly, about Sims maybe not playing this week is, like, I, I really did think that there was a good chance of him getting booed, like, pretty bad. Dude, you know? I mean... The it's, first turnover, it would be horrible. Yeah. I mean, it's... And maybe a, they kick the can down the road a little bit, but, geez, after Colorado and Minnesota, like, it, I think it was going to be pretty unhealthy. I'll t- I mean, I'll tell you, if Harburg goes 2-0, and if if he wins both these games, if he's efficient, like, I don't have any problem with him staying, staying in there against Michigan. I really don't at that point. Um, yeah, I think because, because what's this offense, honestly, with who the offense is right now, Josh, that's the other thing mm-hmm. when we talk about, well, he's got, Zims has got a higher ceiling. What does a high ceiling look like with this offense? With whoever Dude, the quarterback I, I, is, twenty-seven points. I mean, like, like what is that? How does that even look like? Nah, I don't. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. Not, not good. I mean, it's still not a good offense because they don't have the skill players. Because you know? there's a part of me that thinks the running game is better than than a lot of us thought it would but, be. But I still don't really know. I, I agree. I, I, I agree with that. If it, what, what is the best case scenario for this offense? It is the tight ends become it's it's Fedoni. And the tight ends become a lot more significant um, targets and weapons in the passing game. It's that the running game is significantly better. Honestly, it's not that – it doesn't feel like it's that much on the quarterbacks at this point because they're just <laughs> – there's not going to be a high level of passing no matter who's in at this point, right? Yeah. 
Like, I, I, in some ways, I almost feel like it doesn't okay, matter. Okay, oh, here we go. The, the, yeah, so, okay, the ceiling of the offense is doing enough to win and not shooting yourself in the foot and allowing the yes. defense, like, not putting Dude, the defense in bad We are spot. Iowa. We are a Big Ten West team. Bonafide, you are what you hate. Bonafide ass Big Ten West team. Here we are. Yeah. That's what we... That, of all the years, hey, of all right the years, now. Jack, though, see, like, you know, of all the things that have been frustrating about this, and we haven't really hit on it this week... The, the thing that's got to be really frustrating is like, damn, if the offense was just like very, very, co- like just competent. I mean, there's uh, a yeah. very real world where it's like a bowl type. I oh mean, we're gosh. definitely talking about Josh, a bowl team. Even even if, if Sims, the intercept, the uh, turnovers weren't as bad. And God, think if you had Betts and Isaiah Garcia Castaneda and they both played up to their potential, right? Um, and maybe Fedoni playing a little bit more up to his potential at this point, like, the defense is so far over where I thought they would be at this point that you're yeah. right. It's <laughs> like it gets to the point where it feels like a wasted opportunity, not just a bad season at this point. You're wasting yeah. what 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 the defense is providing for you. And I don't know, we should save a little bit of time to talk about the defense, but um I know the folk the, the obviously the uh, the Squeaky wheel gets the oil at this point, and that's the offense completely. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Yeah, God. when do we have a Josh Jabs? When do we have a conversation about trying to get a new quarterback in the portal next year? Uh, immediately. I mean, they have to. Yeah, it feels the, like the, such an obvious the, thing that, like, to. you know. Every, yeah. I mean, J- Josh. Mitch the, Sherman said on our show the other day that the, he doesn't think the starting quarterback for next year is on the roster. I 100% I completely, unless. Unless Harburg turns out to be something like uh, yeah, we're a, a revelation at this point, 100%, because look how many teams changed their fortune completely with transfer quarterbacks. It's yeah. all, it's the amount of It's guys, all over college football. Yeah. The amount of guys on, we watch these games on a Saturday, and Josh, I swear, two-thirds of the teams have quarterbacks that I have seen play somewhere else at this point. And, and, and a lot of times it, it works out. So, yeah. Well, Jack, look, look at the Heisman trophy winner last year transfer. Look at, I think the most exciting quarterback in college football right now is at Wisconsin or is at Washington. <laughs> it's not at Wisconsin. Uh, Mordecai I, sucks. I, I think, and I said, I, he I, would. I, uh, I think the most exciting quarterbacks at Washington and he started his career at Indiana, you yep. know, uh, yep. Jordan brings up Texas. Where did Texas's quarterback begin his career? Ohio State. Like oh, they're all over the Dude. place. Like very for, for every Drew Aller, I can name like three guys Man, who transferred. Somewhere. How important is it a co- is, is a coach right now that really is able to navigate that transfer portal? I mean, holy massive. Cow. It's massive. Holy massive. cow! Yeah, and yeah. I don't know if Tristan Jebbia can get another year and come in and start or not. <laughs> <but> <laughs> would, that would obviously <laughs> would be significant. No, but. Yeah, uh, you can. I mean, Nebraska. It, they, they've got their issues, but my goodness, if you had a serviceable quarterback right now from the transfer portal, ugh. And it, it, let me get to my other frustration. And I know I am among many on this. I'm not claiming this is my own personal point of of uh, of order here. But again. The fact that you did not stock this wide receiver room up better with transfers drives me insane. Drives me completely insane. And you got one. You got Joshua Fleeks for whatever reason, and he 
his biggest con- two biggest contributions are being kicked out of fall camp because he was overweight and pushing a Colorado uh, punt blocker into the punter, which made me think that there was a roughing the punter, but there wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so he triggered you. Yeah, that, that it triggered me. But seriously, how many freaking wide receivers are in the transfer portal, Josh? Oh, my gosh. How many? There's so many. Jabs. God, Jab says on. that shows rules and experience with the current environment in college football. God. How much How much do you think it's that versus how much do you think is that he didn't want to overhaul the wide receiver? Like, he doesn't want to do this. Like, he doesn't want to overhaul the roster. How, what, like, which which side of the aisle are you on in terms of why the, the wide Dude, receiver room or transfer. other position rooms aren't He better? took a transfer. He took one that was never going to play. Come on. So uh, that makes me think he cares more about the culture components than he does about, you know, fixing everything immediately man also biff says it i mean they thought bets would be a player like i, I how 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 agreed, much is that agreed. hanging over everything i right still now, don't you know? get you don't waste your you don't waste a transfer position on a guy he knows who fleeks is at that point right he knows who he is he knows sure. what he's gonna do and what he's not gonna do why in the crap are you bringing him in even if you've got bets and Garcia Castaneda, you're, there are still question marks all over that room. The amount you can bring in. You know, a year ago they brought in Marcus Washington. That's the type of guy that they should have brought in this year. Right? That's that's what yeah. I'm talking about. And I, I'm, I'm not saying, but look at Colorado. Look at the guys who are the great receivers for Colorado outside of Hunter. Right? They're South Florida guys. They're yeah. guys who caught what 600 yards last year four touchdowns where are those guys on the Nebraska roster that's they're not but they're not they're not these are not receivers that are impossible to get in the transfer portal there are a lot yeah. i mean the, there's a lot of currency in terms of receivers to get in the transfer portal and they got fleeks no offensively. Yeah. Well, the other, I mean, their other plan too, and I know people don't like hearing this. Their other plan with that room is that they brought in a lot of these speedy guys and they're going to develop them and they'll be on the field in a few years. And I know people don't like that, but like that was always the plan. They did. That get was Kemp. always the plan. Good. Bruising. Good. Yeah. Plan. They get camp. They got camp. That was yeah. a good get. That was a good get. I agree. That was yeah. a good get. Yeah. And I, honestly, the first half that camp, uh, that first half, I was like, Finally, they freaking throw it to him. And They're he going looked, to him. Yeah, they were like really he, trying he to get him. He looked like he wanted to play. It was great. Yes, he did. It yes, was, he did. It was very exciting for a moment. So that's a good point. They did get Kemp as well. But, yeah. still. Brady says it almost seems pointless to even discuss the wide receivers when you have this glaring issue at quarterback. And we, but we, we hit the quarterback forever. We we, we did, but I, I disagree, though. Part of the reason you've got a glaring qu- uh, issue at quarterback is because of the wide receiver room, too. I mean, that's well, yeah, along those lines, that. Jack, let's let's say that they have good receivers in game one. All right. So they're getting open. Maybe Sims develops a little more confidence. They're completing more passes. They're moving the ball down the field. And and like, look, he is a turnover prone quarterback, but maybe it doesn't veer into whatever the hell territory it is veered into. And we're not having discussions like this wildly. Like, I get it, though. Like the, the wide receiver group is bad. The quarterback group is bad. Like everything's bad right now. Everything's bad. Yeah. It is, it is. But like, even right now, you, you who who do you have now in this game? Like, how do you even Harburg Sims? I don't care. What is the what's the ideal sort of use and configuration of this offense right now? 
if you could do it best? What do you do with it? Like, Josh, my my thought, and I think this is what you thought too, but it's kind of it's kind of that Big Ten West offense, like run the crap out of the ball, punt it, play field position. That's right? the game plan. Right. It's, it's pick up a couple first downs a drive, don't turn the ball over, and try to get take. I mean, like if you can't get takeaways, at least play the field position game well on defense, and you know, eventually, hopefully, you get a touchdown or a field goal. Like. I, that's that's what it's I think what it's going to be. I think that's what it's going to be um for the rest of the season and like so then can they do that? Can they not turn the ball over? Can they not step on themselves? Like I check I don't think the running game has to be like a disaster. I, oh, totally I know agree. that like there I are some the people who want it. I liked who, it in the first half of this game. I liked I a lot too, of things man, they were like, doing. Gabe, I was very low on Gabe Irvin like all off season. I, I, he is playing better than I expected. I don't know how he is playing compared to what you or others in here expected. I've been pleasantly surprised by Gabe Irvin. Is he great? No. Is he terrible? Also, no. He's fine. He is a serviceable running back in college football. The line is not great. It's also not terrible. I would say it's like serviceable, maybe slightly less than serviceable. But they're getting enough push on some of these runs to get yards. He had another, Gabe had another almost 30 yard carry on Saturday. Yeah. Like that is good enough and for me. It's just, you can't keep turning the ball over. And, <laughs> and now they, it's time, by the way, it's time to bring eye test back. This is ridiculous. It's time. Wow. To one game. And oh, here comes well, the I pink mean, eye post from Josh. It's serious. Again, I was surprised he played as much as he did against Minnesota. I thought they were going to, and I still think that was a rift between Matt Rule and the running backs coach. I don't think they were on the same page. I think if Rule had his druthers, he'd play very little. I test. But I also think he is the big play option from the running back position. And he still is. And so you need big play options. You got to get him in there. And what a, he had a fumbling issue in practice. Okay. But it wasn't like last year he was just putting the ball. He had his issues, but it was not this putting. This is a the, new thing. It was not putting the ball on the ground constantly. It's right? a new thing. I mean, let's mix them thing. in. Let's 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 use all of them. Find the hot hand, and 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 take advantage of that. And for the love of God, use the use these tight ends. I mean, get gotta catch the ball get, if you're a tight end. Get man. Fidon- Yeah, I know he dropped. He had a drop, but get him involved earlier and more often. For sure. And and Borkershire, too, at this point. Both of them. Uh, can we talk a little bit about the defense just for a bit before? I know we're almost Yeah, 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 for sure. You want to do positive or negative with them first? <laughs> no, I don't I don't have much negative about them. I mean Okay. Uh, the, yes, okay. We already we already mentioned the third down stuff. But Josh, like I don't know that anybody can come in saying this defense. In general, bottom line, everything considered is not above what they thought they would be. And I will specifically, if you disagree with that, I will specifically point out to you that me and you and probably everyone who is listening, uh, when we were doing these podcasts a month ago, we said, oh, God, this defensive line has no depth and it's completely young and we don't know anything about it. And we're bringing in these guys who were here like Blaze Gunnarsson and Nash Huttmacher. Uh, and we're we're putting these guys in. They haven't done anything. They say what you want. You know, I've told you guys all. Colorado's offensive line is terrible. They they completely made that clear. They are 
and and even in the first game against Minnesota, they were absolutely decimating some of these offensive lines at time during this game. And then the other thing is this defense is playing 22 freaking guys. I counted, Josh. They're playing 22 guys at this point, including young young guys. I didn't even know Riley Manpapa was suiting up for that game at this point, and he's got a sack in this whole thing. The, the, the entire, every part of the defense is better than I personally, you guys can disagree. It's better than I personally expected. It would be even, even me who said it was a top three secondary in the conference. Everything on the defense is better than I thought it would be. They still have their issues. They had breakdowns against Colorado. That Tommy Hill catch, the catch over Tommy Hill against Colorado is still just burning inside of me because if they stop that play, I would still love to know what happens with the game. But, all of that is said, they they lead do they lead the nation in sacks? Is that right? Yes, they're tied for first with Tennessee. They lead the nation in sacks. That's freaking insane. Oh, oh Josh, all of we've been saying for years about this defense is if they could pressure the quarterback, if they could wrap up and make tackles, if they could fly to the ball, if they could do all these things. They're doing all of these things that we've been demanding about a Nebraska defense for five years, basically. At this point. Yeah. And it's, you know. Got to get stops on third and long. That's what they got has changed now. That's like the, the final little, it's like the final yeah, boss why does level. That I know happen? you don't like talking about negative things, but like that's the no, thing. Like, they got it. They, got, they, got, they just got to do it. That. They got to get takeaways. I wonder why and they that is. Get, why would that be if everything else is going so well? I wonder why that's an issue. Great well, question. I have no, I mean, look, the, the, the biggest, the biggest issue on the very famous third and 10, the most frustrating of them all, right? Because the offense finally does something. Jeff Sims scores. It's a one score game. They get them into third and 10. They're bringing the house. It's cover zero. They are putting seven guys they were too into the box and rushing them all. And a cornerback aggressive. thinks that he has help over the top. He thinks he has safety help yep. when there are four defensive backs and there are four receivers they are covering. And Total breakdown. And it's, and it's Tommy Hill, who guy who's not on the field all the time, is the other oh, thing. Oh, I know, man. I know. Tommy Hill now has been involved in two major plays in the first two games. Um, the first um, one on offense was the, the ball that should have worked, but it was a bad pass. And then then obviously this. I don't know why they – Jack, it's a great question. I'm not X's and O's smart enough to say, why are they good at getting teams behind the chains – because they are. They're getting teams into third and long. It's not third and manageable. And then why do they suck when it's third a and long? A little bit is I don't that, know. It, it, the scheme. I mean, that play, I can tell you, they went insane aggressive on, I mean, there were no. Well, that was a total breakdown, though, by by one player, you know. No, I know. But they didn't have, I mean, you watch it. They had, it was like seven and four. It was like man to man. Yes. Oh, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. Like it was seven, cover zero. It, yeah, it was complete c- cover zero. And they were. They've been really confident that I think they've been confident that they've got pressure on earlier downs that they can get it on third down. And they just, they haven't quite gotten it the same way on third down for whatever reason. I don't have the answer. You're right. I'm not a, I'm not an X's and O's guys. Jordan says they play Charmin soft coverage and fight says this 10 yard cushions pretty much all game long. So, I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm going to keep an eye on that more, I guess on yeah, Saturday. Did, but, but I actually that- thought like Tommy Hill, uh, when I first saw the play, I thought he fell down. It was that weird. Like it, I thought he tripped and and lost, but he didn't. And when I watched it again, he didn't actually fall over. So, 
D'Lo asks, why go cover zero when you're getting pressure with a normal D? See, I, I think, good, look, I think, I think Tony White got really aggressive in that's, that spot. Got, I think been, he wanted to make a play. They get. I don't they, think that he wanted to sit back. They got. They get really aggressive on third down, too. Yeah, with the blitzes. I think that's. I think he wanted to force a turnover. I think he wanted to. I think he wanted it. I don't think he wanted to get off the field. Maybe. I think he wanted to get the ball back in that in that spot and have the ball with thirty yards to go. Yeah, I think that's what happened. Uh, and and and. He's totally biffed it. You see Stumanji's post here, though. Other than that, third down um, conversion defense, 120th in the national rankings, almost last in the Big Ten. Fourth down, also terrible. First downs allowed, pretty bad. uh, Because of the the third downs. Right. Passing yards allowed per game, not good. Red zone score. So that doesn't look like the defense. But then rushing yards a game, top 10 in the country. Sacks, number one in the country. Tackles for loss, 22 in the country. Elite in the country on that whole thing. Uh, but scoring defense, I'm surprised scoring defense doesn't look better than that, to be honest. But it doesn't. Um, and then Well, because they allowed 36 points. Yeah, I guess so. 36 points, but... Well, and yeah. Ben Ben points it out too. We haven't played our cupcakes yet. And most others have. Like, yeah, they they play two power fun. teams, and a lot of schools have played group of five FCS opponents. You know, like a lot of people say, like, "Hey, don't look at points per game. Look Dude. at points per game when you're playing power, or at least FBS competition, or you know, dial it down just well, to conference stuff. Points per That's going to tell the story. They've been put in a terrible, shitty position uh, for many points times per game on turnovers. For many times, four times this yeah. year already. Maybe. I mean, it's just it's way too much. It's 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 way too much. So, I, I I'm ex- I'm. Josh, I'll just I'm 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 excited about the defense. I really am excited about the defense. I there's so many things I did not expect about this defense. I thought the the secondary would be good. I did not think this about the defensive line. I did not think about this uh, uh, and I also didn't think they would be t- 22 players deep in the guys that they would bring in and be confident in bringing in and most of them are making big contributions. Uh, Makai Gabor. Who, uh, who is this guy? I don't even know who he is. He looks great. He looks fantastic. Who is? I that couldn't dude? believe what how Cam Lenhart looked, man. Oh, dude, like that, he was a revelation on Saturday. I tweeted at one point in the first half. I was like, that Lenhart guy is going to be good. He had two sacks after I tweeted that. Like, yeah, he was awesome, man. He's, he's, he was awesome. He's really good. Um, I you know. We still feel. I feel like Robinson. We didn't get a good sense of what he could have done in that game. He was out in the first half. You know, Hutmacher. I'm really. I I've been impressed with throughout the course of the year. He always gets in the backfield. He's just not ever fast enough to actually get his hands on the quarterback because they scramble. But once Nebraska faces now that Shadour is super like Michael Vick or anything, but when they face quarterbacks that can't move a whole lot, they're going to be in trouble. I think against this. And like the turnovers have to come, do they not? If you're sacking, you would think so. If you're sacking a team eight times a game, see that's where you think that they would come from. Not so much interceptions, but fumbles. Fumbles. That the ball eventually is going to get onto the turf. And I think Shadur, for as much as I can't freaking stand him, that dude knows how not to throw interceptions. He was awesome. He knows. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he knows not how to throw. It, it. He waits too long. There's no doubt about that. And by the way, dude's gonna get injured soon. He's gonna get injured in a Pac-12 game because he will hold the ball way too long, and he's not super, super athletic in terms of running. But I will give him this. 
He is a he is very good at avoid. He has what Jeff Sims does not have. He has poise. Yeah, he has poise. That's yep. the word. He has poise. He knows what he's doing when he's when he's back there. Yep. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> Josh Jack in a root like it was Charles Thompson when Man. Sanders goes down. I'm not saying that, but he's. Uh, I promise you, he's going down this year. He will not. I promise you that offensive line. The re- you listen. Part of the reason Nebraska got eight sacks is because their defense is better. A big part of the reason they got eight sacks is that offensive line is complete horseshit. And so, I mean, if there's any, there, there are going to be games where he's going to be in trouble. He is going to get hit bad and a lot. It's going to happen. So, um, and he might have great IQ. He might not throw picks, but at some point, he's going to have really good defensive linemen and linebackers tracking him down. He's going to get hit. He's going to get hurt at some point. I'm very excited to watch them versus Oregon and USC later this month. Oh, very excited. Too. I am never going to be a bigger USC fan of my life. I can't wait for that game. Although USC's defense kind of sucks. Maybe. I, I, you know who I really want to see him play? Fun. I really want to see him play Utah. That's what I really want. Well, that's, you'll have to wait. That'll be Thanksgiving weekend. You'll oh, have to God. wait until then. Utah. With Cam Rising healthy, that's what I'm Hopefully, yeah. To. Yeah, hopefully. By the, and, and Washington. I, I mean, their defense trying to cover Washington's receiver and Penix and all that. It's going to be hilarious. Jab says they're favored by 22 and a half this week. They'll win, but that's high. I was listening to bet the board today. Colorado State's terrible. With, Colorado. I, I would yeah, take, well, I'll take Colorado so on that. A lot of it is the books have built in. Like it's not just their power numbers have improved on Colorado. It's that they're building in a lot of points because it's Colorado and they're, they're becoming an insanely public team to bet on. So I, yeah, I'm with you. Like, uh, jabs like it's probably too high, but a lot of this is because the books are just trying not to take a bath on them week after week. Um, I would not. The ever. value if you're going to bet against Colorado, the value is going to be to bet against them next week versus Oregon. Don't, that will Colorado be the time because the number won't be good, and, and you could get Oregon. Uh, I totally agree with you. Colorado State's a bad, bad, bad team. Bad team, and yeah. a quasi rivalry, and it's in Boulder, so. I wouldn't mess with the impressive thing for me about Colorado. Like last week, man, I was like, I don't know. Can they get themselves up again? No, they did. They got themselves up again, big time. And they overcame a really slow, crappy start. Um, they, so they're going to have to like keep riding that wave because I think that it's going to happen. Like, I think this might be the most trappy spot of them yet because the opener, I mean, look, it's easy to get up for an opener, right? You've been waiting nine months. You've been hearing all this shit said about you. That was easy. The next week is Nebraska, man. That's easy to get up for because of all the fake reasons. Colorado state's interesting. Like it is a rival, but like they got Oregon, they got USC coming up at the end of the month, like the two ranked teams and and more opportunities to prove themselves. So, you know, I'll probably be asleep by halftime, but I'm very curious to see, you know, to wake up and see what the final score was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whatever. I can't stand them. Can't wait till they lose. I'm going to love every minute they lose. I'm going to be a jerk, uh, to them on social media. If anybody cares when they lose, uh, can't stand them. Can't stand anything about the program. Hate them. Hope they I can't lose. tell you how you really feel about them. Can't stand them. Hate them. Hope they lose. Can't wait till they start the pac 12. This Colorado state weekend's going to suck. Cause they're going to beat them by 70. But other than that, I can't wait. So. <laughs> They have no running game. They have no offensive line. You can't. This is a mirage. For, uh, you, again, I wish Nebraska was the one that illuminated it, but shit. They had a quarterback that couldn't catch the ball. So it, what, that wasn't going to happen. But still, doesn't change the fact they got no offensive line. They got no running game. And they got a bunch of guys on defense that are eh. 
That's it. That's it. <laughs> that bro got the wrong dogs in him, and it's hot dogs. That's funny. This uh, Saturday show will be kind of sad because we'll do the bit at the end of the show where uh, I look through the time slots Dude, about this, games I'm why excited does for. Why the schedule suck ass this week? It's horrible, but man, why? We we just we got to get to week three to get to week four. It's like the whole, if you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. And that was not about Jeff Sims, Minnesota, Um, North Carolina, baby. Yeah. But man, Jack, we get through this weekend and we are set up for an insane week Uh, four of college football. Every time slot is loaded. Well, first of all, corny is dead, right? Something there's going to be some kind of crazy ass something. I hope it's South Carolina beating Georgia. I, that's what I want. It's going to be something like that's, that's actually a good – that's actually a, a sort of – it's going to be something like that. It always happens. Corny is exactly right. So I don't know what it will happen. Who the who the good – well, you know what? I'm not going to spoil our Saturday. Yeah, save it for so. Saturday. Save it for Saturday. I'll save it for Saturday. But Yeah, indeed. Anyway, um, well, good. Hey, thank you for being patient with me, for being a little late. I know Josh has to get going, and that's fine. I do too. It's kind of late at this point. But, um, yeah, we'll be back here Saturday morning. Regular coffee. Uh, we may let's. Can we tentatively start nine forty five? Nine forty five again. I'm trying to attend like two thirds of my daughter's volleyball games that start at nine. It's closer this week though. So uh, if if that's okay with everybody, if we do nine forty five, I would I would. Appreciate what would you that. say if they said no? It's not okay. Um, I would say, well, you're you know kind of just making Deal my daughter cry. Uh, at this there point, you go. she wants her dad to, who's an intense fan, to watch her uh, play volleyball, yeah. which I really enjoy. So, if you want to be that kind of a jerk, you can do that. But no, we'll there start at start at nine forty five. You guys can banter earlier than that if you want to, but that'll uh, that'll work out. And I might be there. It, it's closer. We might be there earlier. Uh, and then it's a uh, it's a night game, of course. So we're not going to do a Saturday night deal after the fact. Um, but we have some plans. We have some tentative plans for the week four game. Tentative plans. Tentative. We've got it. Yep. We've got to figure it out. Also, Jack, when this conversation ends, I'm going to text you because there might be other tentative plans for something that could be happening very, very soon. Hmm. Okay. Uh, you get a little message. I think you're going to like this. I think you're going to like this. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, the funny thing is on Saturday night. So my son is working the game for Fox sports. My daughter and my Baller. wife are now going to the Jonas brothers in Omaha during the show. I don't Gross. know the last time I've watched a game completely by myself alone was, oh. I may be doing that. So dude, you should like get hammered. Drunk, drunk Jack. Maybe I will. We can open up the champagne room afterwards. There you go. A literal champagne room. That'd be all right. So I haven't done that in a long time. All right. I think that is it then. Hey, thanks for, uh, thanks for everything guys. Thanks for joining us as well. And if you're hearing this after the fact and you are not a patron and you're saying, Hey, how do I do these live things? What's this discord thing? I would like a community of people to talk to about Husker football and other things 24-7. Where can I get that? Well, there's one place you can get it. It's the I-80 Club, and it's uh, at patreon.com slash I-80 Club, and we would love to have you a part of it. It's really fun. Uh, We enjoy it. We've gotten to know so many people because of it, and you get to be a live part of all of our shows, interactive, uh, and there are a whole lot of opportunities. I don't even have time to tell everybody about all of them right now, but it's very cool. So we'd love for you to become part of it. As little as $3 uh, um, a uh, month if you want to do just the podcast. If you want to be on the Discord, as little as $5 a month. So 
It's affordable. It's fun. It's worth your time. Yes? Join us. Join us, will you? All right, that's it. I am stopping the recording. Goodbye, podcasters. Have a good one.